hockey fans, keep your eyes up and your shots down. It's time for Board Check. Impact Media's weekly drive through the neutral zone into Ovechkin's office. We're going top shelf because we're fancy like that. Otherwise known as our weekly venture into the world of professional hockey. I'm your host, Jeremy, the Impact York. Obviously, we are going to talk about the playoffs that have been just bananas. Just bananas. Off the charts, bananas. We're talking we're talking banana and mayonnaise sandwiches. Just crazy. We're talking peanut butter banana sandwiches. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. We're talking banana smoothies. We're talking bananas everywhere. But before we get into how bananas everything has been, let me tell you how you can be a part of this very show. It's part of the reason why I started this entire show. So that you guys can be a part of, of everything we do here at Impact Media. So here are the ways you can be a part of this show. You can search for us on Facebook by searching for Impact Media, Board Check, or Jeremy York. Any of those should find us. If you are a person who likes to click a link and listen to a show, we appreciate you guys as well. You can do so by going to our Twitter account at Team Impact Media. Scroll down to the appropriate show, click on it, listen to it as many times as you want, or you could go to BoardCheck's exclusive Twitter account at BoardCheck, where you can not only hear about everything we do here hockey-related, you will also hear some rugby ATL as we have uh, doubled up that account. Because, like it or not, guys, those sports are very similar. Uh, if you would like to follow myself for show-related things and unshow-related things, I uh, went to a rugby ATL watch party the other day. I'm going to put some uh, photos up from that, plus uh, just some, some random things that happened over the weekend that you guys might enjoy. Uh, you can do so by following at TheImpact99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. We're going we're gonna to work on that TikTok. We, we're going to get some more videos up. We hear you guys. And also, you can find us anywhere that you can find a podcast, including Spotify, the iTunes Store, and Podcast One. You can also email the show at 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. So much to get into. So much to get into. I'm going to start right with the Eastern Conference. Uh, there was uh, there's not really any Predator notes. The Predators reached the end of, the, of their season, as we know. Uh, we're going to get into the, the Barry Trotz era very soon. We will see if he sticks. We'll see if he sticks with um, uh, the head coach, if he decides to bring his own guy. I think you, you have to... You have to leave Hines in at least to start the season, right? I mean, do we need to get into that discussion? If we do, hit me up on all those places that, that I told you there. Heck, if one of you guys have a good enough argument, maybe I'll just invite you on the show and we can debate it here. I, I think, uh, John Hines, you, you at least have to, to start the season with him. Uh, the only problem is, is that that will take up time to where if you're trying to get someone else that may be available later, then there's a chance that that someone else could go somewhere else. If you guys kind of get what I'm saying. Just because they're available 
now doesn't mean they could be available then. We'll put it that way. But other than that, uh, the Predators, we got to see a lot of the guys come up from the AHL, a lot of the prospects. Um, I feel like a couple of them will stick around. I feel like this offseason is going to be very entertaining. Uh, we know that UC Soros is off the wall. Insanely good. Um, most media still enjoys the play of Matt Duchesne. I am one of those. I am, uh, was it a Duchaneite? Matt, you'll have to tell us what your followers are called. Uh, we will, a honky-tonker. That, that could be good. Or hockey-tonker. There we go. To go with that beautiful hat that I'm looking at right now. I don't Do we post those up? Producer's asking, saying that I forgot to post those up. I will post the photos of that, that ridiculously awesome lid that uh, also benefits a couple different charities. Just, just awesome, the, the work that Matt Duchesne and the uh, Predators Foundation do. But uh, basically, that's where the Predators sit right now, is they are in off-season mode. We've heard some of the uh, the post-season wrap-up media scrums and things from them, and we look forward to uh, what the off-season is going to bring. It's going to be different, I think. You're going to see them bring in – I think they're going to bring in more people than they're going to bring up. Just keep that in mind. I think Milwaukee is still going to be the home for a lot of those prospects, but it's very promising to see that all those kids can fly. And they can play well and play together. And actually, Milwaukee is in a playoff push right now as we're taking on the uh, Manitoba Moose, I believe, in the first round of the AHL playoffs. So good luck to them. Let's get into the Hurricanes. There are, of the eight series going on, what is it, two are tied at two all. Two are at three to one. With the favorites ahead. And the other four are two to one currently. You know, I told you guys there was a chance that uh, a couple of these series could be over by tonight. Well, they could be over by tomorrow night instead. Let's talk about those series. Right now, let's start with the Carolina Hurricanes as they are up three games to one over the Islanders. Look, Islanders, I, I'll give them credit, they are a physical team. They are a finesse team as well. They they will either punch you in the mouth early and bang bang around, or they will kind of wear you down, kind of death of a thousand cuts. Kind of a weird thing to say about hockey because a lot of people have gotten cut recently. Uh, death of a thousand pokes. Just taking their finger and just keep tapping you and 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 tapping you. This is not annoying yet. Just imagine somebody's actually tapping you. But... The Hurricanes have done a, a really good job of kind of suppressing that. Really haven't been able to get much started. You know, they won game one, two to one. That was in Raleigh. Your goals. If it will come up. So not want to come up. Fine. There are other ways to look that up. Where is it? Let's see if we'll do it this time. Maybe not. We're going to get this going one way or the other. 
and oh, is that why it won't actually play? It's because there's like 75 ads. Okay, great. So we'll get those stats for you here in a second. But Hurricanes did win two to one. Uh, that's that's a pretty hurricane-like number. You know, we know the Islanders are going to score. They're going to score goals. They're they're a good scoring team. That's how they backdoored their way into a wild card spot. Um, like I said, you you're not a slouch for making the playoffs. They you know they deserve to be here. There we go. Hey, screwed up now. Goals by Nozen and Sebastian Ajo. Ajo early in the game, just three and a half minutes in. And two and a half minutes into period number two is when Nozen scored. Uh, just a uh, well-played game. I mean, as Hurricanes hockey, right? Hurricane Taki. Brent Burns had assists on both goals, by the way. Uh, Anti Ronta with 25 saves in the victory for that one. We go to game number two. This one goes all the way to overtime in Raleigh, where the good guys, the Hurricanes, win that one 4-2-3. Your goals in that one by Nosen, Paul Stasny, uh, Jesper Faust and Jacob Slavin. Anti Ronto with 23 saves in the win. And just because you guys are going to ask me, Jesper Faust had the overtime goal. You guys like to test me, and I appreciate it. Those are both ESPN2 games, by the way. TBS held game number three. And, well, Blind Squirrel always finds a nut, right? Or eventually finds a nut. Uh, they go ahead and get that stinker game out of the way. They lose 5-1. to one up in Long Island in game number three. Your hurricane goal was by Jesper Faust. And Antti Ranta had 32 saves in the losing effort there. Now, they rebounded just yesterday, also in Long Island, as they smash the Islanders 5-2. Your goals in that one, Sebastian Ajo, uh, McKeachern, and Nechas all had a goal apiece. Seth Jarvis had two. Antti Ranta with 27 saves in the victory there. And that's how they are up 3-1. to one. Game number five is back in Raleigh. That is on ESPN tomorrow night at 7 p.m. for the puck drop. Um, if necessary... I don't think it will be, if necessary. Game six will be in Long Island on Friday. No time yet because they don't know what games are going to be that day. How many games are that way? Most of the time, the early game is probably going to be, you know, probably the 7 or 7.30 or 8 o'clock spot is probably where that game could be. Uh, game seven, if it goes that far, will be back in Raleigh. Once again, I don't think either one of those games will happen, but that will be next, or that'll be this upcoming Sunday. No time for that one either. 
Now, the other series that is uh, currently 3-1 to one is the Boston Bruins, who have three games to the Panthers' one. I'll give the Panthers credit. Uh, they're, they're hanging in there. These, um, these are not bad performances by them. Game number one, the Bruins win this one 3-1. to one. Uh, not going to go through a lot of their players because you, you guys don't want to know a lot of their players. Uh, Pasta, Marshawn, uh, Matt Chuck, and uh, DeBrusque all with the goals in uh, that with Jake DeBrusque and all those. Uh, they also have the hottest goaltender at the moment, although you could argue Andy Ronta's pretty dang good. You could, I mean, you, you could argue a lot of them are pretty dang good. But uh, Luke, uh, Linus Olmark is uh, is just on fire this year. It's man, it's it's video game level, definitely video game level, and it it, it helps not to be outdone. Uh, Leon from Florida is doing well, but Olmark is just playing out of his mind. Uh, Panthers do take game two in a very, I mean, they beat Boston in Boston six to three. Six two three. That is crazy. Um, Marshan Bertuzzi and uh, Taylor Hall, big Taylor Hall fan, had the goals for Boston for for the uh, for the Panthers rather. Uh, Bennett, Eric Stahl. Good to see Eric still doing some good things. Uh, Varegi, uh, Louis Darinen, and uh, Montour actually had two goals. Montour is uh, he's a good player. He's a really good player. He's a defenseman. He's got a heck of a shot, but uh, he likes to uh, find himself in goal-scoring opportunities. So uh, good to see him there. Game three, Boston takes this one four to two. That one happened just on Friday. Your goal scorers in that one. Uh, Coyle, Foligno, Taylor Hall, and David Posternock. Linus Olmark with 29 saves in the victory there. For the Panther side of things, Reinhardt and uh, Forsling. Pretty sure Forsling didn't he used to be a predator? Gustav Forsling could be wrong with that, but that sounds right. I think because he did some good things for Nashville before getting uh, traded down there, maybe signed down there. But uh, either way, he scores the goal. Uh, Leon with 23 saves in the losing effort that brought us to game number four. Game number three and four were down in South Florida. Uh, six to two, Boston. In the losing effort, you had goals from uh, Bennett and uh, Matt Chuck and Bob Rofsky came in and made twenty-five saves in the losing effort. He gave up five of the six goals. Try to figure out how the other one got scored. 
All the goals for Boston were Bertuzzi, Marchand, Taylor Hall had a double, DeBrusque had a double as well. Um, Olmark saved uh, 43 of them, and Swayman come in for a uh, save in the end. Kind of interesting there, right? Kind of interesting. But game five for that one will be Wednesday. Master Wonders an extra day there. They should be playing tomorrow night. But uh, game five will be Wednesday at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Game six, if necessary, that one's in Boston. Game six will be uh, in South Florida on Friday. And if necessary, game seven is back in Boston on Sunday. I would be willing to bet that game ends on Wednesday, or that series ends on Wednesday. Um, Elsewhere in the Eastern Conference, um, both both of these series are interesting for a different reason. You've got the New Jersey Devils down two to one to the New York Rangers. That game, or they are playing live in the third period right now. Devils lead two to one. They might be evening up that series. This is why this is a fun series because New Jersey and New York do not like each other. Not just the teams, the states, the areas, the uh, the crowds, population. They don't. They don't like each other. They're too close to each other and. Uh, Totally makes sense. Um, the Devils play an interesting game that kind of counters a lot of things the Rangers try to do, but the Rangers just have wave after wave after wave of super, super talented uh, folks. And I think if they can get going pretty well, they, they've been kind of slow started so far. Um, Rangers did score, they won 5 to 1 in game one. And game two, actually, that's what's so crazy. Um, in game number one, eventually the stat sheets will catch up to what we're trying to do. There we go. In game number one, the Devils' lone scorer was uh, Jack Hughes and uh, Vanasek with 18 saves in the losing effort for the red, white, and blue. It was Chris Kreider with a deuce, Lindgren and Cheadle with a goal apiece, and uh, Tarasenko. What a great pickup that was. Uh, Igor Shosturkin with 27 saves in the victory there. They turn around on TBS both nights. They turn around in game number two. These were both in New Jersey, and they beat the Devils. Five to one again. That's got to be embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing. Five to one. Lose at home twice. Yikes. Just, just crazy. Uh, your goals in that one. Once again, at some point, our stat sheet will catch up to us on the actual podcast. Um, at some point, I think I know how to solve this. We're going to do something a little different and solve this. There we go. It caught up. Good job, producer Sunshine, on fixing that for us. Uh, long goal scoring game two was, uh, Halla from 
Uh, New Jersey, Vanasek with 25 saves in the losing effort there. Your goal scorers for the New York Rangers, Chris Kreider with two again. Uh, Kako had one. Uh, Patrick Kane and Tarasenko there. Igor Shosturkin with 23 saves in the victory. They were sitting pretty high. They thought, you know, we got this thing nailed, right? We got this thing nailed. And then game three in New York, the Devils take it all the way to overtime, and they win this one two to one. Lone goal scorer was Chris Kreider. He's just on fire for the New York Rangers. Sturkin with 26 saves in the losing effort. Devils get goals from Dougie Hamilton. Carolina misses him terribly. They have Jack Hughes, who I'm pretty sure the state of New York does not like. Uh, Schmidt came in for 35 saves and the victory for the Devils. Let's see who's in tonight. Your goal scorers so far tonight, like I said, it is 2-1. to one. Devils with about four minutes to go. Uh... Sigenthaler has a goal, and Jack Hughes has one as well. Looks like Schmidt started the game and may still be in. Has 22 saves so far tonight. And for the Rangers, Vincent Trocheck. There's somebody Carolina misses, too. He has the lone goal for the Rangers tonight. And Shesterkin has 20 saves in uh, uh, so far in the night. Regardless of what happens tonight, Game 5 will be in New Jersey. 7.30 puck drop on Thursday, and that is an ESPN2 game. This game is on ESPN, by the way, for people that want to um, want to follow, if you happen to catch this show in time. Uh, ESPN2 on Thursday, 7.30, that's Game 5. If there is a Game 6, um, yeah, it depends on tonight's outcome. That is on Saturday in New York. And Sunday in New Jersey would, or no, Monday in New Jersey would be Game 7 if necessary. Finally, we get to we get to the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. The Maple Leafs are currently up 2-1 in the series. The Lightning are currently up 4-1 in Game 4. So they may be both New Jersey and them may be uh, may actually be um, evening those series up. Let's talk about them real quick. Game one goes to the Lightning, seven to three. Your goal scores were uh, Perry. Braden Point had a deuce. Bellamar had a goal. Sorelli, Colton, and Kucherov. Vasilevsky, still one of the best goalies in the dang league, had uh, 28 saves in the victory there. For the Maple Leafs, uh, Callie Yarncroft, who the Predators miss greatly, uh, William Nylander and uh, Ryan O'Reilly with goals in that one. Uh, Samsonov had 23 saves, and Wall come in and stopped four on his own there. So, Lightning go up one to nothing. That game was uh, in Toronto. Game two, remember, seven to three, Lightning over the Leafs in that one. 
Game two, seven to two, Maple Leafs over the Lightning. These two teams, I swear. Uh, for the Lightning, uh, Perry and Cole had the goals. Vasilevsky, 30 saves, and gave up all seven goals. Um, for the Maple Leafs, your goals by Aston Reese. Mitch Marner had a double. That's what he told his bartender. Nylander had a goal, and Tavares with the hat trick. Hat trick in the playoffs. That's amazing. Uh, Samsonov with 20 saves. He gave up both the other goals, but 20 saves in the winning effort. So we're 1-1, right? So we go to game number three down in Tampa. This one goes to overtime. The Maple Leafs find a way to pull off the victory. 4-2-3. Your goals for the Maple Leafs by Asiari, Sorelli, Austin Matthews, and... Uh, Let's see. Who did I miss? Sorelli's for them. Asiari, Matthews, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, and then your overtime winner by Morgan Riley. Samson off with 36 saves in the victory there. Your three goal scorers from the Lightning were Hagel, Radish, and Sorelli. Vasilevsky with 23 saves, and he gave up all four goals. And as of right now, that is actually a game we have on the television. Apparently, producer Sassy is a big Maple Leafs fan. Can't blame her. Uh, it is, uh, like I said, game four is 4-1 to one Lightning with uh, the third period just started, and that game is in... Tampa, the Maple Leafs' lone goal scorer so far tonight is Asiari. Samsonov has given up all four goals. He has 15 saves. Uh, otherwise, your goal scorers for Tampa Bay, uh, Alex Kalorn, who I'm a big fan of. The dude just plays hard. He, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of the glue guys that holds that team together. Uh, Stamkos has a goal, and so does Sergachev. Vasilevsky has 18 saves and gave up the other goal. So, 4-1. to one, uh, Maple Leafs are still in this, especially if you get some opportunities. They started on the third period on a 4-on-3. Uh, and here's the thing I really like. Austin Matthews needs to be more on the scoreboard, but he has contributed in other ways. He... Let's just say it the right way. He instigated, he started his first ever NHL fight, and he did it with Steven Stamkos because he just had enough of Steven Stamkos. So you have the top stars of both teams that are duking it out. I mean, these teams were going at it. It means that much. Tampa Bay has to prove that they still got it and, and are still a powerhouse, and I agree with that. And the Maple Leafs have got to prove they can get out of the first round. It's something that has plagued them for the longest time. They have a bad reputation of it. But the best way to do that is to eliminate the three-peat champs from a couple years ago. Uh, like I said, this game is on TBS if you were probably watching it. 
TBS is going to host game five, which is on Thursday at 7 p.m. That is up in Toronto. Then they go back to Tampa Bay if necessary on Saturday for game six. Game seven will be back in Toronto on Monday. So to kind of go how these things are going, I think I'm pretty sure I picked Toronto to win that series. Well, they're currently up two to one. It's looking pretty good. I picked New York to beat. I picked the Rangers to beat the Devils in that series, up two to one. Looking pretty good there. I thought the Hurricanes would probably win in four or five games. They are up three to one. Picked the Bruins to win in four or five games. They are up three to one. The East is looking pretty good. We're going to take a short break and come back. I'm going to talk some Western Conference along with uh, a Gladiator note and a KSU Ice Owls note. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact Dork from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. I am Jeremy the Impact York. Hopefully during the break you kept your eyes up and your shots down. That's what we do here on Board Check. Uh, early part of the show, we talked about the Eastern Conference playoffs and the way those are um, shaken out. If you want to hear our Eastern Conference breakdown up until now, then uh, definitely go back and check uh, the first part of the show. And make sure to visit our friends at betonline.net. They have all the... They have all of the articles, they have the podcast, they have all kinds of betting wagering lines if you are allowed to do so, choose to do so. Here in Georgia, not so much. It's coming, it's coming, guys. I, think, I really think it is. But uh, make sure to visit betonline.net and let them know Impact Media sent you, and we'd love to hear it from them when you tell them that. they love to hear it from you. So, let's talk Western Conference. Let's start with the Vegas Golden Knights that will be uh, puck will drop on game four in a handful of minutes. Uh, but they lead the Winnipeg Jets two to one in the series. The Jets took game one in Vegas, really shocked everybody. Uh, but they won that one five to one. Your goal scorers were Lowry, who had a deuce. Blake Wheeler, who had one. He's one of the few holdovers from the old Thrasher days, I believe. Uh, Patrick Dubois had a goal, and so did Connor. Uh, Connor Hellebuck had 16 saves in the victory. And on the Golden Knights side, uh, the only guy who lit the lamp was William Carlson. And uh, Broussois. Had 26 saves in the losing effort. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I've heard it said like half a dozen different ways. Uh, but game number one went to the Jets. Game number two, you know, it's crazy. Five to one Jets in game one. Five to two Golden Knights in game two.
Now, the Jets in game one only put two in the back of the net, and Lowry and Stenlin were your goal scorers there. Hellebuck with 34 saves in the victory. I would say Vasilevsky, UC Saros, uh, Connor Hellebuck, and there's another one, and I'm missing are the top goalies in this league. Um, Frederick Anderson's really good. Anthony Ross is really good, you know, but as far as to just stone cold stoppers, it's, it's those guys every year. It's, it's Vesna trophy, you know, uh, uh, golden Knights. So as they lit the lamp five times, Jack Eichel, good to see him back on the scoreboard, gets a goal. Uh, Connor Stevenson is Connor, right? Did I get Chandler? was Connor Stevenson? Somebody looked that up. Chandler Stevenson. Sorry, Chandler. Gets a goal. Mark Stone has a double. Bartender, he'll have a double. And uh, Carlson has a goal there. Boussois with 31 saves in the victory for that one. Game three, they go up to Winnipeg. where the Golden Knights steal another game in a double overtime, 5-4. to four. Your double overtime winner comes from Amadio. Not Mario, Amadio with a D. Uh, your other goal scorers for uh, the Golden Knights were Colasar, Eichel twice, and Chandler Stevenson. Chandler, I got you this time, buddy. They are cracking up here at the studio about that. Broussois with 30 saves in the victory. And for the Jets, Lowry, Scheifel, Nino Niederreiter, bless his heart, he's playing in Winnipeg, and uh, Kyle Connor with the goals there. Hellebuck with 43 saves in the losing effort. As I said, game four kicks off on ESPN at uh, just – it's about 9.30, so it's it's any time now on Monday night. And uh, Game 5 will be at 10 p.m. on ESPN2 on Thursday, as that will be back in Vegas. Game 6, if necessary, will be Saturday in Winnipeg. And Game, game 7 will be Monday, if necessary, in Vegas. That is, has been a fun series fun series. It's got a couple uh, personal ties to people here at the studio, so it's been a fun series to watch. Uh, let's get into the Avalanche and the Kraken. The Avalanche being the defending champs, they lead this series 2-1, to one, but a lot of people didn't give Seattle their due here, and I believe that you should. I think I picked Seattle to upset the, the champs in this one. Uh, they do take game one in Colorado, 3-1. to one. Your Kraken goal scorers were uh, Tolvanen, Winberg, and Geeky. Geeky, man. I like that guy. He's a grinder. Uh, Grubauer. Philip Grubauer. That's, that's one of the other ones. Philip Grubauer with 34 saves in the victory there for the Avalanche alone. Goal scorer was uh, Rantanen. With 27 saves going to Gorgiev for the loss there. The Avalanche even it up 3-2 to two at home on game number two. Goal scorers for Seattle were Schultz and Tanev. 
Grubauer had 38 saves in the losing effort. And Colorado uh, Taves, Yasuskin, and Lekkonen all with goals in that one. Gorgiev with 27 saves in the victory. Game number three, they go up to Seattle. And Colorado takes that one 6-4. to four. Your goal scorers were McCarr, Nate McKinnon, one of the best young stars in the game. Big, big fan of his. Uh, he had a double. Comfer had one. And Rantanen had a double as well. Gorgiev, 25 saves in the winning effort there. Seattle did put four on the board as uh, Beneers, Swartz had a double, and uh, Alessiak. Those were your goal scorers for Seattle. Grubauer, 28 saves, and he gave up five of the six goals. So Colorado's up 2-1. to one. Later on tonight at 10 p.m., that is not too long from right now, on TBS, the Avalanche and the Kraken will uh, be kicking off their games. And uh, that is game four. Game five will be Wednesday on ESPN at 9.30. In Colorado, they will go back to Seattle for Game 6 if necessary on Saturday or on Friday. And on Sunday, Game 7 would be back in Colorado if they need a Game 7. Don't know. They might. They might not. Let's go to the Stars and the Wild. That is currently tied up 2-2. Two to two. That series is as Game 5. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Game number one was in Dallas, and Minnesota steals that one in double overtime. Kind of hard to say they stole it in double overtime. They earned that one. Uh, your goal scorers for the Wild were Kaprizov, Steele, and uh, Ryan Hartman had the double overtime winner. Uh, Gustafsson with 51 saves. That's ridiculous. That's got to be a playoff record, right? 51 saves in the victory for Dallas. Your goal scorers were Robertson, one of the best young stars in this game. Uh, Hens and uh, Ottinger had 45 saves in uh, the losing effort there. They they stay in Dallas for game number two. Stars take that one seven to three. Your wild gold scores, goal scores are Sunguis, Goudreau, and uh, Johansson. Uh, Flurry, good old Flower. Flurry had uh, 24 saves in the losing effort there for Dallas. Your goal scores were Jamie Benn. Hens had a hat trick. Dan. Uh, Dadanov had a double, and Tyler, uh, Tyler Seguin had uh, the uh, the other goal. Ottinger, 23 saves in the winning effort there. Well, that put it one-to-one. -one. Then they go to Minnesota, where the Wild take game one, five-to-one. Or take game three, rather. Uh, Glenn Denning had the lone goal for Dallas in that game, as Ottinger had 20 saves in the losing effort. The Wild lit the lamp with Foligno. Zuccarello had a double. Ryan Hartman had a goal. And uh, Marcus Johansson had the other. Gustafsson with 23 saves 
in the victory there. That brought us to game number four, also in Minnesota. And the Wild dropped this one to the Stars 3-2. to two. Your goal scorers were Dadanov, who had one, and Tyler Seguin, who had um, had the double. Ottinger with 32 saves in the winning effort. On the losing side of things, Klingberg and Goudreau had the goals for the Wild. Gustafsson, 21 saves in the loss. That sets up game number five, which is tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. On TBS, that will be in Dallas, if necessary, game, um, not if necessary, game six is going to happen, because there's two to two, there's no, they're going to have to play at least six games, simple math there, fellas, Uh, but game number six will be in Minnesota on Friday, game number seven, if that one is necessary, will be Sunday in Dallas. Next up, and the last series that we are going to talk about, because it's the last series, the Edmonton Oilers and the L.A. Kings. Boy, is this a throwback battle if there ever was one. Uh, This is tied 2-2. As the Kings take game number one on the road, they win 4-3 in overtime. As the Kings have Kempe, who scored... Uh, two, Anzi Kopitar, the ageless wonder, a great fantasy pickup, by the way, had the third goal, and uh, Iafalo had the overtime winner for the Kings. Uh, Corpusalo, what a great trade that was, 37 saves in the victory there for the Oilers. Bouchard and Dreisaitl had the other two. He had the double for their goals. Stuart Skinner with 31 saves in the losing effort. Well, they stay in Edmonton for game number two, and the Oilers come away with a 4-2-2 victory in that one. For the Kings, Velarde and Denault had the goals. Corpusalo with 33 saves in the losing effort. For the Edmonton Oilers, Derek Ryan had a goal. Clem Costin had a goal. Leon Dreisaitl, and uh, Evander Kane. Good to see Evander Kane doing some good stuff, right? They had the four goals there. Skinner with 22 saves in the victory. Game number three shifted to L.A. The Kings take that one 3-2 to two in overtime. Your King scorers were Iafalo, Kempe, and Trevor Moore with the overtime winner. Corpusala with 38 saves in the winning effort there. For the Oilers, the two goals were scored by uh, Connor McDavid, all by his lonesome. He had some assistant help, but uh, Skinner with 28 saves in the losing effort there. And then not to be outdone, they stay in L.A. for game number four. The Oilers take that one 5-4 to four in overtime. This, this is one of the most back-and-forth bananas by far. I've said that tons of times now. This is the most insanely bananas crazy series there is because it doesn't seem to matter where they play the game. It just seems to matter who wins in overtime because that's just where it goes. Uh, but the Oilers win this one in overtime 5-4. to four. 
your Oilers, I mean, at one time, L.A. scored three in the first period. And then the Oilers score three in the second period. And then they get to the third period, and it goes L.A., Edmonton, Edmonton, with uh, Zach Hyman getting the overtime winner for the Oilers. Uh, Evander Kane had a goal. Leon Dreisaitl had a double, and Bouchard had one as well. Uh, Jack Campbell with 27 saves, and uh, Skinner came in to make uh, eight saves. I think he started the game, and they brought in Jack Campbell um, after Skinner gave up three goals and 11 shots. Uh, Good win for Edmonton. For the Kings, uh, Matt... Matt Waugh, or is it Roy? I keep hearing both. I'm going to say Matt Waugh had a goal. Anzi Kopitar, Bellardi, and Victor Arvison, who the Predators miss greatly. Corpusala with 37 saves in the losing effort there. So this is not up at two. Game five is going to be tomorrow night at 9.30 on ESPN in Edmonton. Game six will be in L.A. on Saturday, and if need be, if necessary, game seven will be Monday in Edmonton. So let's kind of recap these real quick. I picked the Golden Knights to beat the Jets in what I thought, I believe, six games. That looks like it could play out that way uh, because that game, game four, has just puck dropped, by the way. On, uh, was that one on ESPN? Yes, on ESPN. It is. Uh, so, Golden Knights up 2-1 to one at the moment. So, you know, winning in six games still looks good. I said the Kraken were going to upset the Avalanche. Well, they currently... This is the only series I think that I, I have potential to to miss, but took a shot in it. Uh, the Kraken are down 2-1. to one. As I said, game number four should be puck dropping any time now. Go Kraken even though the Avalanche jersey I have is one of my favorites. Um, I believe I picked the, yeah, I picked the Dallas Stars to beat the Wild. They're currently tied 2-2, two to two, so that's kind of a question mark. It's kind of an up in the air. And uh, I think I picked the Oilers over the Kings. I don't remember that one at all i'll have to i'll have to find that one at some point but uh that one tied two to two so it's kind of up in the air so things are uh, on the up and up and kind of looking pretty good right it's been a great great playoff so far a couple of the series have a chance to be done pretty soon but uh up until there the the nhl playoffs are one of the greatest times of the year Absolutely one of the greatest times of the year. Oh, here we go. We They actually found my picks. Boston, Toronto, Carolina. Yep, Seattle, Dallas, Vegas. I did pick L.A. Okay, I picked L.A. Great. And uh, update on that game. It is not 4-1 to one anymore. It is 4-3. to three. As uh, I know Austin Matthews just scored because producer Sassy is going crazy. Actually, Austin Matthews has put two goals, 
in the back of the net all by himself. So uh, Austin Matthews single-handedly putting putting them putting uh, Maple Leafs right back in this. Uh, not to be outdone, like I said, I have a Gladiators note, and that is uh, that they are doing some of the locker room auctions. Some of them are live, and some are, are exclusive to season ticket holders and things like that. Some of them are open to the public. They are going to do their locker room sale very, very soon, where you can buy things like nameplates and jerseys and gloves and things like that uh, from your favorite players and just overall cool memorabilia. And uh, they have some cool ticket packages that uh, they are unveiling. I think they've unveiled them already. Um, they've updated the flex packs. They've uh, updated some of the other ones to where if you have unused tickets that they no longer count against you. You no longer have to scramble like we do sometimes and try to use them all at once. Uh, but uh, they, they got some good stuff. So contact the ticket office and uh, or your favorite ticket rep and let them know you would like some Gladiator tickets for this upcoming season. I think it's going to be a fun season. And we will see how things shake out with the Atlanta market and hockey. Last but not least, shout out to the KSU Ice Owls who have been doing some fun things lately. You know, they they got to go up to Nashville and, and take a some of them got to take a tour and see some of the ins and outs of the Nashville Predators facilities and things. That was a fantastic opportunity here lately. They've been doing some kind of cross promotion, cross branding. Some of the players went and learned some gymnastic skills as they worked with a local gym that uh, does gymnastics and all, were able to uh, learn some new skills and, and work on their flexibility and things like that. And uh, just um, such a great, great group of, uh, of uh, guys and gals between all the managers and, and interns and everything and players uh, keep supporting them. I'm going to reach out to them soon with some of the things I would like to uh, maybe help them with in the fall. And uh, other than that, that is going to do it for this edition of Board Check. Uh, we're going to call it bananas because uh, that's just the way things are right now. But us hockey fans wouldn't have it any other way. The NHL playoffs is bananas. And we love it that way. We are big potassium fans. Other than that, I want to tell you guys, go Preds, go Canes, go Glads, go Owls, go watch hockey. Deuces, gooses. We'll see you next week. Blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players pop.